This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay Roberts. Thanks for joining me on Entirely Unconventional. We have an unconventional program for you today. I'm joined by my Make Your Day Count co-host, Melissa Lee. Hello. Thanks for joining us. And we are going to talk about something that happened in the Make Your Day Count magazine. Now, we have a Make Your Day Count magazine. Guess what it's called? Same (laughs) as the program, Make Your Day Count. (laughs) And I did an article in it because it happened to have been, I think, the July-August issue and it was about the price of freedom Mm. richard always says freedom isn't free it Mm -hmm. comes with a price yeah and that includes the freedom of our salvation yes it's free but jesus paid the price but i think it's the same way in our nation and everything else that we do Mm -hmm. so in saying that uh, melissa and i started chit-chatting about the article, The Price of Freedom, and she wanted to bring it up today and talk about it. So I'm going to let you, she even has questions. That, <laughs> uh, we want to do We want to do the kind of questions that we can say, eh, don't want to answer, but not today. <laughs> today we'll at least make an attempt to answer. Yes. Yeah, so it was called The Price of Freedom, and I think that's so great, but we were talking about, and this was like for like we were kind of referencing 4th of July and we yes. always do hear that. Yes. But Lindsay, what when we talk about freedom as believers in Christ, the price of our spiritual mm-hmm. freedom. Yep. Freedom for every area of our life, spirit, soul, body. It was paid for on the cross, right? So so when you think of it, the Bible talks about Jesus paid it all. Mm-hmm. And even like Old Testament, it was like people paid their tithes. And even, you know, in many church circles, they talk about paying their tithes, which I understand. But the truth is, there was a one-tenth uh, established rule of the Old Testament that God asked for in order to turn around. And as he says, I'll bless you and make you a blessing. And I understand that you can call it pay. Um, I don't look at it as a payment, but I look at it as an obedience. So when that happened in the Old Testament, then we get into the New Testament, and Jesus cut a new covenant through his shed blood, and the price of anything we ever go through was Mm -hmm. forever paid. Mm -hmm. Jesus paid it all. And we even talk about when Jesus went through the... um, If you talk about going through uh, as he went on Palm Sunday and he went into the city of Jerusalem and he came down the, the, I'm going to call it hallway. It wasn't really a hallway, but it was like an outdoor alley, I Mm -hmm, guess is the best mm -hmm. we could say it. And when he began to sit on the donkey and walk in, Mm -hmm. they were waving palm branches at him and they were talking, Hosanna, (laughs) glory to God in the highest. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is there was a sacrifice to be made Mm -hmm. every year. The high priest would bring in a spotless lamb Mm -hmm. and that spotless lamb was given up as a symbol of a sacrifice. However, After Palm Sunday, we recognize that Jesus ended up on the cross. And when Jesus went to the cross, he paid the price. Mm -hmm. No spotless lamb. Mm -hmm. That's why he's the lamb of God. Mm -hmm. No no lamb, as in a a little animal, would ever be able to pay the kind of price that Jesus paid. He purchased our salvation, Mm -hmm. healing, 
oneness with God, Mm -hmm. the remission of sins, et cetera, et cetera. So when we talk about that, that is the highest price that Jesus paid, and he paid it all. To me, that price can never, ever be topped or paid again. Right. And talk about the picture of the spotless lamb. Yeah. Um, one of the things, so we, this article was in the make your day count magazine. And one of the things you said, you said, and think about this, the power that Christ had while on the earth did not go to heaven. The Bible says in Romans 8, 11, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So if you take that scripture literally, which Mm -hmm. I do, and then you couple it with John, Mm. I believe it's chapter 17, and Jesus is having this enormous conversation with his father God, knowing that he's about to go to the cross. Mm -hmm. And he said, and the glory. Mm. When I read that, I have this little Bible. It's not little, it's big. It's got 25 (laughs) translations in it. And in it, I thought, I've read this wrong, because he Mm. said, and the glory that you gave me, meaning his father God gave to him, Jesus, he said, I now give to them, meaning the people Mm. that are believers. And he was talking about all of this isn't for the entire world. It's for those that believe. Then he went on to say that I don't pray for the entire world. I just pray for a specific amount, those that are my followers, those that are our believers, as they have believed the same way we believed. Mm-hmm. And he said, those are the ones I pray for. I, I, First of all, I read that and thought two things. May I never <laughs> be in the group that Jesus doesn't pray for. Wow. And second of all, and the glory. I looked that up and it's like the power, the anointing, the presence of God, the Ruach wind of God, mm-hmm. the same spirit, there's the same word, mm-hmm. that raised Christ from the dead. That spirit of God, Jesus said, when he goes to the cross, he's going to transfer that. And when he transfers that, that's why he had this conversation, I believe, with the disciples, because I'm going to give it the Lindsay Roberts version. They were freaking out saying, what are you doing? You're leaving me. We're going to be crucified. We're going to have all this problem. You're the leader. We don't know what we're doing. And think about it. Some of them were, I don't know, young, very young. Really? You know, you look at Isaiah and you think he's 157 years old, but he was not. No. You think of some of the people, Mark, Mark was, they kept talking about Mark's immaturity. I love Mark. It's one of the greatest studies, I think, in the Bible of of how. Was he even like 20 or 20? Yeah, he was like a baby. When you think about it, Timothy, they were like, they were children. children. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my children are older than they were. I just came upon that, <clears throat> excuse me, that their ages of the, the disciples and stuff. And I was like, oh, my word. No They're wonder, babies. No wonder, no wonder they, they argued. misbehaved. No wonder they acted so badly. But you know what I always think, Lindsay? I always wonder when Jesus was put on the cross. Yeah. And when he, his body, when his soul left, left. his body. Uh-huh. Don't he said his spirit I, went up to Father God. Right. I always wonder what, because those, yeah, those men were truly walking by faith. Think about Jesus being crucified at 33. Yeah. And when Mary found out she was pregnant, she was probably approximately 14. Mm-hmm. You she realize was, that she was probably under 50, mm-hmm. watching her 33 years, a year old son crucified. Yeah. I mean, these people had it hard. Yeah. Well, and I think 
they thought, when is your, when are you bringing your kingdom here? When are you yeah. going to rule here? So then when he did die, I think, do you, I always think they must have questioned everything they were thinking. About, I want to say, I don't know the exact number of years, but I think it's less than 200 years, something like 150 years prior. Isaiah prophesied, mm. for unto us a child is born, a son is given. And I think if we look at Bible prophecy, mm -hmm. no stone was left unturned. Mm -mm. Every preparation was made. Jesus said to the dis disciples, stop freaking out. Mm -hmm. Father God has already prepared it. First, there's El Elyon, the Most High God. Mm -hmm. Then we go into the Son Jesus, and he said, I will not leave you comfortless. When I leave, mm. that is my infusion of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. coming into the earth so that instead of me just being able to walk a certain path with you, now at, worldwide, the Spirit of God can be in you. Now, what is that? The Ruach wind mm -hmm. of God, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. The Spirit that lifted Jesus from his fleshly crucified body mm -hmm. and allowed him to ascend into the atmosphere of, I sit at the right hand of God mm. the Father, that same spirit, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit now comes back to the earth to purchase our perfect freedom. Mm -hmm. Now we are free to worship God. We are free to understand that Galatians, uh, John, that same power yes. that Jesus purchased and paid the price for is now our newfound freedom mm -hmm. until the second coming of Jesus. And I, I recall something that my father-in-law said once. It's kind of, it's kind of a, a rebuke on oral, but cute in a cute way, because <laughs> he was really seeking how the Holy Spirit and praying in the Spirit infused in him and what was he to do with it and the father god said to him um when he was asking god about the holy spirit the lord spoke to him and said do you know what you have and oral said by the way he asked it mm. he realized i don't know what i have wow i don't know it was if, a rhetorical question. it was a rhetorical <laughs> question do Are we know aware? the freedom that we have right that's what i was going to ask you so what does freedom look like today? Like for what believers walking around, because we, what does that look like? Because I wrote this article in the July magazine about mm -hmm. the, <clears throat> pardon me, about the United States and the freedom that was purchased mm -hmm. uh, when, when we received our freedom and independence as a nation. I keep in mind, my father was a Marine. Mm -hmm. My father was a very, very, um, unusual man. He went to heaven at 43 mm -hmm. and the Marines had a very profound effect upon that and, yes. and, and all of the things that happened. And when I look at what I call lawlessness, mm -hmm. or I'm going to even say, now this is just Lindsay's word, perhaps disrespect mm -hmm. or something like that. I am one of those military families mm -hmm. that understands the price of freedom. Mm -hmm. I was only 12 years old, right? but I understand that someone mm -hmm. had to go somewhere right. in my behalf. I mm -hmm. wasn't going to go to battle at 12. Right, right. I, my dad went, I think he was, I don't know, barely 20 mm -hmm. at the time, but I, 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 I didn't go to the war he went to, right. but I was able to take what he imparted through his sacrifices mm -hmm 
to cause me to be able to walk down the street. Right. So I look at the Bible exactly the same way. Freedom to me in the United States mm -hmm. is the, the ability to worship God and go to mm -hmm. church and, and to turn on the television and, and you know, watch the weather or and whatever have a Bible. it is. And have a Bible. Have Listen, I've Bibles. been in countries <laughs> where where it's been, um, we've. I will say we use caution. Right. Or I have... If I haven't physically been, which I've been in many countries physically, so has Richard. But if I haven't, it's it's things that now by the internet, mm -hmm. we have to use caution. Right, right. All right. Having been to certain countries all over the world, I understand what my father used to say when he came back to the United States, he kissed the ground. Um, mm. I think there is an understanding mm -hmm. when you see lack of freedom, mm -hmm. you have a new picture of freedom. Right. If you've lived in an oppressed society yes. where they control your coming, your going, what you can eat, what you can buy, yeah. what you can read, yeah. you do come back and you want to kiss the ground. You want to kiss like, the ground. It's a sense of freedom, right? And even that, It's a though, breath of fresh air. It is. It it's is. a breath of air, period, right. for me, that when I came back here after a couple of places I was, um, it wasn't horrific. Mm -hmm. I, I can't say I was in any horrific danger. Mm -hmm. I There were places where I probably was and didn't know it, mm -hmm. but- I could breathe differently, mm -hmm. even spiritually, mm -hmm. when I came back to the United States. Right, right. And I think if we look at that in Christ, mm -hmm. I have known Jesus since I was mm -hmm. six years old. I got saved um, watching a puppet show in my little Methodist church. That's amazing. But I know people who have not experienced that freedom. Mm -hmm. And then I've known them after they got saved. There is a breath of air, a lightness, right. uh, uh, an attitude about them that is different. Right. Because we can, I mean, we can look around and even in America mm -hmm. and we see people who maybe there's physical freedoms. Yeah. But they're in bondage to something. My, my grandparents came from another country and when they got to the United States, I can never say they were shocked at it. It was their choice to come here. Mm -hmm. But there were different freedoms. I think that's why my father was so passionate about becoming a Marine. Mm -hmm. He was born in the United States, but he watched a lot of things with his parents mm -hmm. immigrating to the United mm -hmm. States. And I think that that when you see other cultures and compare it, I mm -hmm. mean, really like live in it mm -hmm. or visit it or probably for any length of time mm -hmm. and then come to the United States... There are differences that I think you can see, you can experience, you can feel. Mm -hmm. I think there's a fear that you can experience perhaps mm -hmm. somewhere else that you might not be feeling here. Mm -hmm. So I am passionate about the price the military paid for my freedom. Right. So because I think I have that understanding, I think that makes me passionate. Right, about freedom. About freedom But you know, Christ. even a few years ago through the pandemic, mm -hmm. we experienced... Uh, boundaries that we yeah. never had as Americans, right? So one of the things that I have come to realize in my years <laughs> yeah. is that things that seem so certain, 
Yeah. Nothing is so certain except for Jesus. One of the things you wrote in this article, it says, so let me ask you this. Is there some area of your life that you're not feeling freedom in? You may not feel freedom in your finances. You may not be feeling freedom in your physical body. Are you carrying around chains of bondage like shame, guilt, self-condemnation, self-loathing, fear, anxiety? So those are self-imposed. And maybe bondages. you do have things, bondages, and prisons, right? Sometimes yeah. we put up walls to protect ourselves thinking that's going to keep me free from a certain thing. Yeah. And then the very walls we erect become the prisons we surround ourselves with. And so not only is the stuff not going to get in, but now we've isolated ourselves, isolated ourselves from the spirit of God, yeah. from freedom. When I look at a pandemic that I didn't even know what to call it, mm-hmm. And people were calling it the new normal. Now, oh, I wasn't trying I to be sassy. <laughs> yeah, but I refused it. This I said, this is my not new my new normal. The word of God is my normal. Uh-huh. But I realized that it opened up doors that I never thought would be open. It mm-hmm. shut doors that I never thought would be shut. Right. But I come from a culture, my my grandparents immigrating, my, um, my upgri- upbringing also had an American upbringing, but mm-hmm. it also had, I'm going to call it uh, another country's upbringing mm-hmm. because it was infused together. Right, the right. food was different. The, um, the, just everything in many ways was Cultural, different yeah. culturally. And, and I realized the freedom that I have in the world is very similar to the freedom that I have in Christ. Mm. If I make choices. Mm-hmm. They made a choice to come to this country. Mm-hmm. And for that, they experienced certain freedoms that they never, you know, never imagined. Right, right. When I came to Christ, I experienced certain freedoms that I never imagined. Now, here's the difference. In the Bible, it's permanent. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, lockdowns, um, what when we look at lockdowns today, oh, today it was lockdown, not lockdown. Right. Mask, don't wear a mask. Right, right. Do this, don't so do this. So many contingencies. But yes. listen, there is no contingency when Jesus says, I've come to give you life, abundant life. I've come to give you freedom. Yes. There is no contingency on our freedom in Christ Jesus. I was listening. In fact, I sent it to you. Um, Dr. Bill Winston talking yes. about dominion. Yes. The Bible preached about dominion years ago. Right. And it's still dominion today. Right. Are we walking in that authority? Are we walking in that dominion? Again, but you know what, Lindsay? People don't know that. Dominion, they're like, we don't have dominion. It's Kesarasara. Whatever comes may come, whatever may be, may be. It's like, no, that's not freedom. I think the pandemic made people feel like their back was against the wall mm-hmm. in some ways, not everybody. But but for me, it made me grab my Bible, open right, it up, right. and be more committed than ever before right. that I cannot think about what the world is offering. Mm-hmm. I must think about what God is offering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm the Lord, I change not. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. You know this about me. <laughs> Nick, who's recording this, knows this about me. What do I do in the morning? Have a scrambled egg. What do I do in my coffee? I drink fake coffee. Her I faux put some, coffee. Yeah, my, my, yeah. Her faux coffee. My faux coffee. And it has I drink no full lead. I need yeah. full lead. You need the whole thing. <laughs> but I put almond milk in it. And my my routine. tastes better to me. <laughs> 
way not bad. You, you have to make choices. Yes. So, but the comedy for me was I'm routine driven. Yeah. I love oh, yes. mathematics. I used to tutor um, college calculus when I was just a kid. And the reason is this. Two plus two is always four. Mm-hmm. I like things to add up mm-hmm. deliberately. Mm-hmm. And when people say they don't understand math, it's foreign to them. Well, I happen to look at it this way. Math is absolute mm-hmm. in many ways, certain levels of math anyway. Mm-hmm. Math is like the Bible. Mm-hmm. Two oh. plus two is always going to equal four, right. no matter what language you say it in. Right. Two plus two is four. Right. When you have $2 and you add $2, no matter how you use your money or what currency you're using, two plus two is four. Right, right. And the Bible is the same way. Mm-hmm. I approach it with the same, um, what, what can I say? Um, I won't say religiousness, ha ha ha, but the same routine. Right. I do my coffee well, surety. in the morning. It's the same. It's yes. certain. It's yes. a certainty. I like things that that make me know mm-hmm. that I can rely on it. Mm-hmm. I rely on the Bible, mm-hmm. whether there was a pandemic, whether it's mask or no mask, whether it's A or B, this or that. I am that person mm-hmm. that if God said, you know, if I, I do write a lot of books, yes. but if I could write a book that probably nobody would buy, <laughs> I would write a book that said, God said it, that's the end of the book. Yes, I know. You know what? I actually saw you were teaching, I don't know, it might've been 20 or 30, 80 years ago. And you were like, <laughs> you said, I, there's this thing that God said it, I believe it. And that settles it. And you said, but you know what Richard said? God said it. That settles, that settles it. it. Yeah. End of so, story. And I'm like, I remember you saying that. I'm like, that's the truth. Why yeah. do we have to think if we agree with God, yeah. is it true? So on this article, I don't know if you have it there. I do. But you did um, the greatest, uh, great prayer at the end. To let's Can we just pray for people, Lindsay? Yes. About who haven't experienced the true freedom. They've experienced salvation, or maybe they haven't experienced salvation. You walk people through in this article, which I want to talk about a second, real quick. Yeah. The Make Your Day Count magazine, it yes. is an e magazine. Yep. It is a free resource. If you go to richardroberts.org totally and go scroll down to the very bottom and hit magazines yep. and make your day count will come up. It archives every magazine. And not only will you see like beautiful covers, but there are great articles. Lindsay writes a beautiful editorial. She writes an article there. We've had stuff from Evelyn, recipes. from Richard. There's recipes. I have an article. We're going to cover one of our next uh, Probably the podcasts. next one. Yeah, next week. We'll and talk I have a about... fat surprise for you oh. in our Christmas one, your daughter Jillian is oh. going to not only do an article, but she is going to do a recipe for us. Oh, yep. yay, my so Jillian. Does she know this? No. <laughs> as a matter of fact, maybe she's she listening. Does, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Well, listen, if all I, I do is you. Aunt Lindsay begs in, in the story, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, you can always count Lindsay. that if I beg, Jillian will respond. Yes, they love their Aunt Lindsay. So, but we, I, this magazine is so fun. And then we were all gonna, also going to talk about, you'll see there's a beautiful ad mm-hmm. for the Lindsay Roberts Sewing Centers. Okay, Lindsay. Yes. These have like lit a fire under me. Yep. You're in September, right? Yep. Mid-September yep. 2023. We have 13 yep. of these sewing centers. Let's go for 20 by the end of the year. I'm in agreement. Let's okay. do it. And why let's not? Talk. I know. Why not? Because talk about freedom. Will you talk like what inspired you to start? the? I, I was like sewing, S-E-W-I-N-G. Yeah. I'm so like a sewing my Christian with a sewing yeah. machine. Yes. yes. So I thought, uh, here's what happened. We started doing some things in India where we were planting churches yes. slash 
school infusions. Very slash, great things. Fabulous things. You know, however, Mahatma Gandhi, <laughs> I believe it was, Richard is by me. If, if I'm wrong, come over and tell me. Said not even God would come to a hungry man except yes, in the form of bread. That's right. And people that know me know that I'm a very logical. She feeds us all. I do feed him. I just fed your son, Gary Robert. He's like six Three foot, breakfasts. 300. Probably breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you think about that, um, there is a logical, practical need that I think that if a person's Sorry for saying this, but if a person's belly is full, right. I think that their brain listens and better. Yes, that's absolutely. Just that's just how our bodies function, too. Yeah. We need our brain, feeding our brains, yes. too. So I love the logical side of, mm-hmm. do you need a water? I mean, if yes. it's 100 in Oklahoma. You are the hostess with the mostest, wherever you're at. And you have a Mary Poppins bag with you all the time, too. I Somehow always do. She could sew your shirt, pin your head. <laughs> Give you bright lipstick, <laughs> fix your shoe, and feed you. This is all, all true. this little bottomless this pit. This is all true. I carry my, I call it my black bag, and inside it is my Mary Poppins bag. And so. we could all fit in it, too. So, this okay. is true, and it has wheels. So, yes. hey, it's all, it all works. I think I have rolled a grandchild or two in it before. <laughs> it works, I'm telling you. So when all is said and done, I wanted to see the logical practicalness when I was hearing of, we have a pastor over there that does a lot of the, um, feeding programs and different things like Mm -hmm. that for us. And one of the things that we discovered was the young ladies, try as they might, there's a lot of women over there, um, younger and older, that are widowed. They have no resource for income. Mm -hmm. They have... Uh, they, if, in order to feed their family, the, the hard part is think about this, even in the United States, if you have children and you need childcare, yes. sometimes the childcare is more, uh, expensive than the check right. you're going to bring home. And right. that's mostly the case. And you in don't want to leave those children unattended. It's just no. not safe. And so when you think about all the different aspects and right. everywhere that things are going, one of the most logical things that we thought of was what can we do? To help them. One of them is help them build churches, help them with education, help them with feeding, which we have done. And the last one was, what can women do and feel like they could eventually do it in their home? Sewing center. Because once they can sew, think about this, they can bring the garments home home. and they get certified. So they get big jobs, right? Our consistent Certification is required if you go through class like a school. Those that are certified mm-hmm. make more money, get different kinds yes. of employment, make all, there were all but, kinds of different provisions. Right. Even if I'm not mistaken, and I've done my homework, even in the government, it's right. regarded differently. So they get jobs. So they, we do it where they're certified. And they're, so, they're home. Yep taking care of their babies, yep. providing for yep. their families, keeping a safety net yep. around their homes. I mean, as a mom, that just makes me want to weep. And it's like, yes, we need 20 more at least. And I'm not even going to tell you what I'm believing for by next year, sister. Oh, amen to that. We're well, one of the things we've also up. been is like getting pastors bicycles. There's oh, logical, practical. Yes. Getting to the yes, different get areas. Yes, to the villages. Yes. So uh, we have 13. They named it after me, which uh, half I of it. it was, you know, oh, I, I wish you hadn't done the bet on the other hand. Yeah, I'm yes, proud of what no, we're doing, you know? No, yeah. So, yes, if you want to go for 20. I'm going. For, let's go I'm for on it. board. Okay, what do we need? Because that's freedom to them. Yes, that is what I wanted to talk about. Because there's all different kinds of freedom. And these people have, we have talked to them about the Lord. They yeah. are 
born again people that were, and that's a tool too to yes. help them. Oh, such oh, a tool. Oh, believe me. It's like we're feeding them, we're yep. educating them, we're giving them a trade. They have Jesus. I mean, it's like we're helping. We these don't say people. that if you're Christians, you're the only ones that come. No, no. We no, give no, no. them opportunities. And as a result of it, they they do ask a lot of inquisitive, okay. qu- you know, questions about wait, who is Richard Roberts? Who is Lindsay Roberts? Right. Why are these strangers doing this for in our the- community? Yes. Okay, what do we need to do to hit twenty? Simple. And how do we get involved? Richardroberts.org. Okay. Richardroberts.org. Uh, Richard is my husband. Oral Roberts was my father-in-law. You can go to Oral He's, Roberts. He was uh, apparently my, my was, one of my kids' grandfathers. <laughs> oldest daughter was like almost in college before she realized, wait a minute. It's not really my grandfather. not really my grandfather, is he? Well, sort of, but he was wishing he was. So, you know how that goes, but no, that's, it's true. If I'm aunt Lindsay and he's our, yeah. if he's Richard's father, and they were with all the kids. It was yeah. like, Oh, grandpa, we're going it's to grandpa's. Grandpa. Yeah. That's what it is. So <laughs> take it or leave it. That's yeah. what they thought. And, and it's still true today, yes. but but the truth is richardroberts.org, okay. and you will see where you can donate. Click on where the sewing centers are. And Get any your own amount, information. But what does it cost? This is what I'm still curious about. What does it cost to do a whole center? So we're if right we're now. we're going for seven more. I have not gotten the 100% figures, and okay. so I will put, I'll tell you what okay. I'll do. because I tell we asked. fly by the seat of our pants, well, but we're I have passionate. asked, okay. and, and I'll get the exact, what I try to do is get the exact yeah, Not just from us, but from India. Okay, okay. Because um, I want to make absolute certain that I cover all their bases mm-hmm. because I don't like to guess and say it's enough when it's over, not. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So I, when, when you go on and you look it up, when you look up the Lindsay Roberts Sewing Centers, at make at um is there a donate button there's for those? a donate button okay and okay. when you do i will get that information and post perfect it. and i will and i'll tell you what we can do too we can continue to update yes let's go to our social media too yeah. why don't you join us on social media yeah. and nick where is that going to be our social media you can where go to Lindsay roberts official okay um i'm not we're working on make your day count um, okay as a as a make your day so right now Lindsay roberts official, official. on uh-huh. uh instagram uh-huh. and facebook Facebook, right? Or Richard Roberts Ministries on, on Facebook. If you go to richardroberts.org, okay. there's, you know, you can find I, what are those called? Icons, emoticons, uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh-huh. symbols, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> funny little symbols. Um, uh, Facebook.com. Oh, here's one. Facebook.com slash make your day count. Facebook.com. Oh. Look at Slash, us, all official now, Make Your Day sister. Count. So you can do that too. We're, okay. We are official. Woo-hoo. And when you do that, you'll see the Make Your Day Count program. Yes. You'll Join see. us. We're, we have fun. Yes, we and, do. And um, we're we share expanding. Truth. Yes, we're doing so many fun things. We're on um, the Victory Network with Kenneth Copeland. We're on yes. a lot of different places. Yes. We're on the Healing Network. Yes. Um, Truthfully, go to richardroberts.com or go to Facebook. You know, you go to facebook.com slash and whatever it is, mm-hmm. make your day count. Okay. And look up the magazine, look up the yeah. uh, all the different resources there. I'll tell you something I've done, and Melissa and I have done this diligently. We put up a lot of free resources. Yes. So many PDFs you can download. Yeah. Get uh, your resources. hands on them. Yes. It's honestly, print them off, uh, read them on your iPad. The They're Sewing so Center powerful. in the Make Your Day Count yes. magazine. It's free. Yeah. The the Make Your Day Count magazine is an online magazine. And it's gorgeous. Free. Yeah. So I think it is too. So 
And be watching for Jillian when you yeah, see Jillian. Yeah, my That's, little sweet pea. One little of my pea. little sweet peas. One of five. She called me this morning. She goes, Mother, I, I have to go. The ki- kids were, school was canceled because of storm. That's yeah. living in Florida. She goes, I have to go. Georgie just threw jelly across the dining room. And I said, okay, Georgie's two. <laughs> Are you sure he's not mine? <laughs> and I heard You Charles know what go, I would say to that? Check out that pitching I, arm. Check I, out his pitching arm. <laughs> I hear Charles going, oh, no. Oh, no. Is he right-handed or left-handed? <laughs> Is it like a curveball? What's his fastball? <laughs> so she posted a, a blob of it to her sisters and said, how's your morning going? I'm like, oh, Bless Georgie. <laughs> that is too cute. So, yeah. Anyway. So, okay. So here's what we want you to do. Father God, in the name of yes. Jesus. Now, this is the prayer that I wrote. I'm just yes, going to read it. When so you good, go Lindsay. online and get the magazine, read this. And mm-hmm. I am praying that if you have never accepted Jesus as your Savior, yes. do it today. I pray it's the best decision you ever make. And you can do it by saying, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I repent of my sins. I take Jesus as my Savior and Lord. I ask you to come into my heart. I believe Jesus went to the cross for me. Yep, for me, individually, for me, so that I could have everlasting life with him in heaven and abundant life here on earth. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you for your saving, healing, and delivering power, freeing power in every area of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, 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 and amen. And I pray for you. If you are already saved, I pray for you to know Jesus as your yes. Savior, your healer, your provider, your deliverer, your soon-coming king. Yes. I pray for you to understand he's not just your Savior, but he can be the Lord of every aspect of your life. Amen. In Jesus' name, freedom. amen. Now that's freedom. That's freedom. Melissa, thanks for joining me. And you know what? Maybe next time we will do your article. Okay. And guess what? It's inviting somebody to the table. Ooh, la la. I think you'll <laughs> love it. And I want you to take something with you that I love to say all the time because it's something I firmly believe. You are worth more than you think. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.